0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, you're listening to Nobody Cares Except For Me. I am your host, Auntie Donahue. This is a podcast where people come on and tell me what they care about and no one else really does, even though that has kind of morphed into something of a new animal, which is great and fine and exciting. Also exciting... We have our first ever podcast crossover episode. Our guest today, I go back with one years and years and years. She was actually like one of my first editors ever. They're the creators and geniuses behind the Breaking Beauty contest. Contest. Podcast. Breaking Beauty podcast. (laughs) There you go. Get this a laugh. This is not in a there. contest. It is not a contest. <laughs> I will be taking home all of the beauty products we talk about today and using them for my own personal use. Ladies and gentlemen, Jill Dunn, Carlene Higgins. Hi. Yay. Hey. Hi. 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 This is
1: Jill talking right now. We're going to differentiate. Differentiate. This, this voices. is Carleen. I'm low. She's high.
2: Yes. I talk really high and really fast. So get used to it, everybody. You yeah. guys
0: will know them if you are familiar with anything in the beauty realm, and if you're not, uh, you'll get to know them because. That's how this podcast works. So congrats. (laughs) Yay. Well, thank
2: you for having us. Well, thank you for coming
0: on. Okay. So why don't you tell me first and foremost, what are we talking about today?
2: Okay. So nobody cares
1: about ugly beauty products except for us. That's right. Okay.
0: Ugly. Do we mean packaging? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: So basically all of the gorgeous packaging is what gets on Instagram Mm -hmm. and everybody's like fawning all over these products, but there's some really good shit hidden in some really nasty packaging so that's what we're going to reveal. These today. are the ugly
2: ducklings of the beauty world that mm-hmm. are your bottom shelf. These are your bottom
1: drawer. <laughs> bottom not top bottom shelf.
2: <laughs> not top shelf. Like bottom drawer. Thrown
0: into a bag. Yeah,
2: and but everybody uses them and they're like cult hits so we're going to talk mm-hmm. about them today.
0: Sick. So okay. Yeah. Now, let's give everybody a little bit context. When did you both fall in love with the world of beauty?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, I've been a beauty editor for almost 15 years, mm-hmm. first in print magazines at Elle Canada. That's where I started out as an intern and then... Um Got worked my way up through the beauty closet, and then uh, I worked at Glow Magazine for a few years, and I just like progressively got deeper and deeper into beauty. And then I worked at Twenty Nine Secrets, which is where I met you.
0: You did meet me there, yes.
2: Mm, many many good stories, Daily Whispers. Oh my you know, god, remember that's those? for the B side. It. Oh oh, uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> the and then side. I do I do uh, TV now, and so yeah, I don't know. I just I love beauty, but I love service journalism as well. So it's kind of like really fits together. Yeah. Where I get to share like what's actually worth buying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's sort of like a niche that I've carved out. And Carlene has been
1: Yeah, stone over here. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> when did you first fall in love with beauty? Oh yes. Okay. get so, it together, Carlene, yeah, please. That was um I also started in magazines, I think probably like 15 years ago now. And my first job was front desk clerk at Salon Magazine. Mm. And it was my first experience with beauty products—they just send tons of them. It was all hair at that time, but that's when I got my first taste for it, and I just kept, you know, climbing the ranks.
0: And now here we are. Yeah. And you two joined forces—how and when? I know I said I'd say I'd write it up later, but now I'm like, oh, let's let a, let's give a little story.
2: Well, yeah. A lot of people ask us why we started the beauty podcast. Well, it was in January 2017 that we, I think, started working on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Offic-
1: officially launched when? The first day of spring 2017. Yeah. So and- March 20 something.
2: Yeah, and so we're yeah. like, we're too old for a YouTube channel.
0: <laughs> I'm also too old for a YouTube channel. So yeah.
2: we were looking at podcasts, and I'm obsessed with podcasts.
0: Podcasts are the best.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: And so is Carlene. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just literally over a glass of Prosecco, we were like, let's partner together. There's no beauty podcast really out there. I think there was maybe like three at the time.
1: Yeah, it was early, early days. And I also had worked at Flair for over a decade. Forgot to mention that. And when they went out of print, I was like out of a job, so I'm like, what's happening? What should we do? And that's when, you know, we were just like, Eureka!
2: Beauty Podcast. The
1: the format of our show, we interview a lot of beauty brand founders
2: because we had the good fortune of spending a lot of time with people like Lev Glasman from Fresh, Charlotte Tilbury, Emily Weiss from Glossier. So we were like always enamored with their stories. And we were Mm -hmm. like, everyone else needs to know these stories. So that was the whole premise of our podcast. Started with talking to founders. It's a narrative series where we layer in
1: our editorial expertise, but it's their story and their work. Yeah, it's all about how they broke into the beauty business with their best-selling beauty product. So we're all about, like, giving you the goods on what's really good.
0: Which is great. What's
1: worth the spend. Which is
0: why I trust you to tell me all about your obsession with ugly things that that are actually quite effective. Because I think there is this, like, we live in a very Instagram-heavy world. It's a currency that, like, if your product has bad packaging, people aren't going to buy it. Which is bananas, because... Isn't that the whole purpose of beauty? Is that you're beautiful on the inside? Yeah, mm-hmm. or it's enhancing it,
2: right? Exactly. Yeah, so we want to give some love to those those that those ugly ducklings. Yes. Like I said.
0: So we're going to, in a shock move here at Nobody Cares podcast, we're going to instead of like talking about the relationships. And evolution of ugly beauty products, etc. We're going to talk about your favorites, Yep. and we're going to talk about why, and then from there we'll see where it goes. But yeah, this way also, if you have ideas and you're like, maybe I want to try that. This is the This is this is it. This is what a cross a crossover episode. That's what this is. Because now I'm inviting <laughs> myself on your podcast. Yeah, cross pod. <laughs> yeah, it's a cross pod. Too bad that you just RSVP'd <laughs> to that party. Okay, so speaking of parties, let's get it started. Okay, so. What do you want to start with? Skincare, makeup, easy peasy. Let's just begin with like skincare. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. okay. Is this the first time you. you've had props in here? By this the way, this is the
0: first time I've had props. And for all of you listening, you do not worry. I will be including photos of these props. Mm-hmm. You will not be without a visual aid. This is very exciting. If you're bored, I don't care. Uh, you're gonna love beauty by the end of this. I promise you. Because <laughs> I didn't give a shit about beauty until I met Jill, and now I'm like, oh, I care. It's fun. Now
1: she's rocking a red lipstick. I love a red lipstick. Photo- evidence shall be brought forth. We're going to hit you with the Egyptian magic first. Okay. So you've got to get a look at this tub right here. It's got some lovely glyphs on it that look very Egyptian. This is pre-emoji days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. very, if I were to look at this and I were to give you guys an audible description, I would say it looks like something that maybe you would buy from a pharmacy, but on the bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, and by pharmacy, I mean like a grocery store. And by grocery store, I mean like the variety store across from my home.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or an accurate. underground when you come off the subway yes. and you're like roaming these really dark hallways. Yes. That's where you might find it.
0: And I also find that it has the texture and aesthetic of Vaseline. <laughs> it looks like this. Indeed. So
1: go ahead and dip your finger in I'll tell you what it is it's an all purpose skin cream this
0: is oh you know what it feels like that rose bomb that you get at chapters
1: Oh, I don't know this rose balm. We'll, we'll Smith- have you'll have to show it to us on our swap oh, the Smiths? on our
2: yeah, Smith's I think so. Smith's rosebud. Yes.
1: So this is an all-purpose skin cream. It's all natural, no preservatives, no parabens. It's made up of olive oil, beeswax, honey, bee pollen, broiled jelly, and bee propolis. So honey sort of ingredients are actually not uncommon. Um but what's special about this one is that it has a crazy backstory to it. Um, so it's a bit of a mystical aura. There, The story goes that a mysterious doctor came to Chicago and approached a man randomly and was like, brother, the spirit has moved me to reveal something to you. So he shared the recipe that he claimed was found in
0: Egyptian tombs. Is this real or is this mythos for real?
1: Um, that, I don't know. I read about this in the New York Times, so Semi
0: factual, but I mean, it's it's like it's a mythical story. You don't know, right? Here's my question, though. do don't you guys get biased when you see this stuff? Like, is it or do, is that part of your love of beauty that you like look past the packaging? Because I can't look past the packaging. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, let me tell you what hooked me onto this. I actually was doing a phone interview when I was at Flair with Kate Hudson, mm. and she recommended this to me.
0: So is it, it
1: so I feel like this is like going together because she's really bohemian, right? Yeah. So like getting the picture now, she's like, I use it on my skin, I use it in my hair, I use it on my kids' boo boos, cause like bee honey is really good for healing. It's antibacterial, antimicrobial. So I was like if Kate Hudson uses it, I'm using it too.
2: Okay. I would like to point out on the back it says that the founder is Lord Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's a C- Lord Pharaoh, what is this? I can't read it. Okay, it says it.
1: Lord Pharaoh Imhotep Amon-Ra. Amon so, you try.
0: It's interesting because I'm like, <laughs> he there's changed a part his of me that's like, that. are you, is it like a company or are they appropriating another culture? That's right. the other thing. Oh, that's thing, interesting. I'm like, that's
2: interesting. That's
0: my question when I look. See, they make no medical claims. Mm-hmm. That's written on there. Interesting. Okay. It's, well, yeah. I
2: think with the word magic on there, you just sort of have to go with it. Yeah, but you have to be like, it. who
0: is this person? But it is this? tried
1: and true ingredients, that's the thing. And it in is- the New York Times article, they had asked an expert and they were like it's not inconceivable that they would have been using, you know, Olive oil and different bee ingredients, I guess, back yeah. in the Egyptian times. So, yeah, okay. So, so yeah. it's like sort of an all healing bomb. Check it out, guys. And yeah. it, it's like it's small actually, and I think this tub would you last get, you a billion years. Yeah, that one's like thirty bucks, but you can get one that's twice the size and like
0: put it, spread it all over your legs, and just like go hog wild. Do you think the beauty industry though does need to kind of like take a step back from the way that like I think? There's a lot of other ideas, like where they're like, you know, you want to look like them or yada yada. And it's like, how do you think the beauty industry is starting to like work on that?
2: I think you're seeing just a lot more inclusivity. Mm -hmm. I agree that some of these products are maybe a bit retro and Mm -hmm. maybe you know they have a cult status, but maybe it's time to go in a new direction. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're seeing a lot more inclusivity with skin tone. Certainly, Fenty Beauty, huge. Yes, oh my god, Fenty Mm -hmm. is life. Um, Forty plus shades of um, foundation, as well as you're seeing more women of color um, taking center stage and taking the lead in the industry. Certainly Huda Kattan from uh, Huda Beauty. Um, you're seeing, like, uh, the founder of the Beauty Blender, Rayanne Stisil- Ray-Ann Silva. She is, um, you know, leading the charge and still sort of, like, you know, the CEO of her mm-hmm. own
1: business and growing it a lot. Like if you look at the founder of Carol's Daughter, like making products, you know, like a black woman making hair products for black women. Like, I th- obviously, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Um. And so the fact that that company was purchased, was it by L'Oreal? Yeah. yeah. Um, just shows that there's a demand, obviously, mm-hmm. and that, you know, They, there, there is finally like attention being paid, which I think is a good um, evolution. Yeah, I think there's they have they have a far ways to go, of course, Mm -hmm. but I think we're making steps in the right direction. And more women
2: of color fronting campaigns is very important Mm -hmm. of big brands too, like Estee Lauder's of the world and Mm -hmm. um, the L'Oreal's of the world. That's great.
0: Uh, yes, you're right. And I think Mm -hmm. it's like we have miles to go, but it's also very, very helpful. To have these conversations, because I think they can also be, like, uncomfortable sometimes where, like, we're three white women talking yeah, about that. We oh.
2: definitely don't have all the answers. Oh. Definitely don't. But I think that, like, to Carlene's point, if you just – if you're seeing these big brand bigger brands step up and mm-hmm. see, like, they're also just – these women – can make things very commercially successful as well. Like, And I think you're seeing L'Oreal just sort of wake up to that mm-hmm. and, and other big brands. Um, Which so is I think, great. I think it's really important. Really, really important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And
0: the more conversations you have like this – the more the better it is for everybody. Yeah, I and mean, not like just this specific conversation. I mean, talks about inclusivity and like being like, "Oh, I don't think that's cool that that's happening. or we shouldn't be packaging in that way, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> moving on to number 2. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm going to talk about some makeup. Going to hit you with
2: some makeup right now. This is and look at this. It's it's my personal stash because it's completely It is almost empty. mucked up and almost empty. It's from a brand called It Cosmetics. It's called Your Skin But Better CC cream. Now, this looks like it's from A bottom shelf also at a drugstore, but it is not.
0: From 1987.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I was kind of judgy of this product at the very beginning. I will be completely honest because I was like, eh, whatever. CC cream, there's a million of them. But... Once I tried this, I am telling you, it is like game changer. It's like a hybrid between a tinted moisturizer and a foundation. So tinted moisturizer doesn't really have enough coverage for me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't want to go for the full foundation. So it gives you a lot more coverage, has SPF 50, and this thing is $49 and it's worth every penny. I've recommended it to so many people.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think you use it as well, don't you? I do. And actually, I was in New York a couple of weeks ago with uh, Lori Godard. She's the hair colors to research. Witherspoon and um, Kirsten Dunst and all that and she's like she was giving me sort of a makeover hair look and she's like I just have to touch you up pulls this product out of her bag really to like even out my skin tone so it's that Hollywood pot on it, 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 it too yeah and
0: my question though is like do you trust like do you find that people who are actually in the industry mm-hmm. are more apt to go for things that are less like photogenically inclined
2: I think you're just, once you get to a certain place, certainly with myself, you just want the shit that works. exactly, okay. And you you become very tuned in to the gimmicks. Okay. Yeah. And so um, this is something that is not appealing at mm-hmm. all. And it's like not even on brand. Like the hashtag for it is like it girl, which is not me at all.
1: Yeah. It's got sort of this holographic background and just like a really cheesy looking logo. Sorry it cosmetics. These products are great but you have to describe. (laughs) I
2: can't and this woman who started this, Jamie Kern, she uh, went on the shopping channel in the States which is I guess QVC, took off all of her makeup. She was like fully rosacea and then like as the story goes she took off all of her makeup on live television and completely sold this product out because then she put this back on. She was fully covered She put it on
1: half of her face. That's the whole thing. Half the Half half,
2: yeah, and it was complete coverage. And then, uh, fast forward to a few years after she did that demo, L'Oreal bought this company for a billion dollars. Oh my mm-hmm.
1: god, casual,
0: casual. Yeah. Okay, give me the third one, <laughs> give me the next one. Okay. okay,
1: we're we are now going to introduce to you some root powder touch up. Okay, we are, we are not spring chickens, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So,
0: I mean, hey, listen, I am turning 33 this year, and even I like root touch up there's just a couple grays I'm not ever going to embrace them yeah Yeah. I'm gonna be that bitch that dyes her hair until she's fucking dead
1: (laughs) yeah yeah a total shout out to my grandma she was doing that
0: yeah I'm gonna be Um, that one
1: so this is called color wow it's mainly sold in salons I think you can also get some some of the product on amazon.ca it's like 40 bucks it's basically an eyeshadow for your hair so it's kind of jokes because it's right up there with like hair in a can or f- yeah or like the flow bee that cuts your hair like it's pretty i mean you think you're, it's a gimmick you're not gonna pull this out at like a dinner party and do a touch up right speak for yourself
0: but <laughs> we can definitely so, experiment
1: yeah so it looks like eyeshadow but you so you just go like this this is like not the right shade for me but, yeah and then we're doing a demo live demo i know and then you just see this it, is it does dark for my tone Oh my God, I just got it on my hands. And how did you find this product? Um, Honestly, I
2: discovered it on YouTube a few years ago and then Jen Atkin who is Kim Kardashian you know Jen Atkin she does all the hair for all of the Kardashians and the Jenners Yeah, she talked about it for making your hair look thicker in photos Yeah, so you can use it in your part Um, and I started doing this on television because I have really dark hair and and I'm very pale so honestly you can sort of see my part on TV so I just cover it up your hair Mm -hmm. looks thicker in all photos, TV, selfies, whatever. So it's not just used for covering grays and there's seven or eight different shades of it yeah there's um, eight different and it was of invented wow. by the woman who used to work at john Frieda. so you'd look at it and you're like who cares it's like it looks like an eyeshadow in a palette but then you try it on you're like oh my, god. oh my god well there's also yeah.
1: something about the formula that makes it water resistant mm-hmm. so it is different than just an eyeshadow like i don't recommend putting your eyeshadow straight <laughs> on your roots so yeah. it's got mineral powder and waxes so you know if you're like Having a romantic moment and kissing somebody in the rain—it's not going to like melt all over your face. I would
0: love so that to me (laughs) would—that's how you would sell it. And
1: Clairol just came out with a dupe in the spring, and so that's a lot cheaper. That that's only like eleven forty-seven. But but the the OG is called Color Wow. Yeah,
0: Color Wow. Okay, we're pausing for commercial break, and then we will return. Oh my god, we're back. Okay, we can't waste time because you guys have brought literally every... Mm-hmm. Everybody listening is like, wait, so the packaging is ugly? Yes, the products themselves don't make you look bad. Yeah. To clarify.
2: Exactly. Yes. It's just that these are the things you... If you didn't know about them, you wouldn't reach for them. And these are... they're not going to be photographed on your Instagram, these.
0: No, and you guys as beauty experts mm-hmm. for like years and years and years are actually... Like you prefer... Products almost without pan- as much panache, I'm yeah. assuming.
2: Yeah, and these are the ones that are like word of mouth success stories, yeah. right? So, and yeah. then you're just the best like, kind. oh, this is the good shit. So this is what I'm going to
0: invest my money in. Well, right in. now you're holding up something that says babyfoot, which yeah. makes me feel uncomfortable because yeah. I'm not a feet person. Okay, and okay. there's photos of feet on this and real ones, like photographs. Of yeah, feet. like photographs.
2: Mm-hmm. It, this could be in from Shutterstock, this
0: image. Who knows? 100. Shutterstock. Certainly, certainly for sure. looks like it.
2: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so these came onto the scene about three years ago this is called the baby foot peel mm-hmm. they were first popularized in asia in korea and in japan and hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role And essentially, I'm going to open it up here, you guys.
0: Oh, get ready for that ASDR. Yeah, ASM, ASMR. Well, fuck. <laughs> That's where we're at, basically, in this.
2: Okay, so what this does, is it, for anyone who has rougher calloused heels, I
0: mean. Um, and feet, people don't like talking about feet. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Right now, this is my, this is hell, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie to you. So basically,
2: these are plastic little booties that are full of, see, full of. Um, exfoliating ingredients.
1: They sound so comfortable. Plastic oh. booties. Oh, just they're like picture those
2: like Ziplocs that are full of goop. And this is what you've got. So you you want to Do you see? (laughs) I do see. (laughs) Don't worry. They fit a male's foot up to size fourteen. Everyone. I mean, listen. Um, So they're full of this liquid, which is basically a ton of exfoliating ingredients. There's like seventeen different exfoliating ingredients. So what makes them ugly is not only this hideous packaging, and it is ugly. Yeah. Mm You you wear these for sixty minutes.
0: Looking ugly. Yeah. you While you're you,
1: watching reality television. Yeah, That's ha- part of it. That's instruction form. You have, to, you have form. to have Real have Housewives to. on. Yeah. Real you House,
0: have to. Real Housewives on. Or Absolutely. Vanderpump. Yeah, because either. Because it's about, not about the pasta. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sachi told me that, and yeah. now I get it.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love the pump. Um, so you put these on, put your feet off for 60 to 90 minutes, and then you take them off and you go, um, nothing happened. But then, three to seven days later, your frickin' feet scale off like uh, what? like you're a snake shedding skin. I don't know. Trust me, I just did it. <laughs> it totally works. Look up the reviews, guys, on Amazon. But it's like... Honestly, I think this is incredible for men. that scary also,
1: when that first happens? No, not at all. I was like, yes. It's
2: like when you peel off a sunburn, it's very satisfying.
1: Ew. And it just like what goes down the drain?
0: <laughs> um, you could, you're could you leaving DNA evidence wherever you're walking. Everyone is like growing that. up and listening to this episode. Somebody talk about a new product before I pass away. That's uh, all, all right, I ask. Anyways,
2: look up the videos, guys. They're, no. <laughs> they're ugly, but they're <laughs> very effective. That's what I'm here for.
0: This, oh my what my you're gosh. holding now, looks like something you would find in a hotel in 1984.
1: Yes. So we are going to talk about another exfoliating product, but this one is for your face. So you can stop cringing.
0: Why are so many products that are so helpful so badly packaged? Why is that? Is there an actual theory behind this?
1: I, th- I think it's part of the marketing. We're talking. I'm. We're holding up Biologique Recherche P50 lotion. By the way, it's French. In case mm. you yeah. didn't No. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel
1: like they're just like we are so good that we don't care. <laughs>
0: that's like hot though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like a hot person being like, I don't give a shit. And yeah. You're like you're hot now. Yeah, like, they Total don't confidence. try hard. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's the totally not trying. So hard. So we interviewed the founder. One of the. F- founding, members of the founding family for this product. Mm-hmm. And this is a cult favorite. I mean, like everybody, every model in New York mm-hmm. uses this religiously.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, All the makeup artists, Pat McGrath, Violette, you know, yes. the French influencer has yeah. taken over.
2: Literally every French woman, this is what they use. And yeah. it's an acid exfoliating peel but it's very, very gentle and you use it every day. You need to smell it though. This is what it's famous yeah. for. Okay, it's I'm going smells. to smell something. Not only is, it, is the packaging awful, but the, it smells
0: hideous oh no okay oh my god yeah okay I want everyone to imagine adding a cup of sugar to vinegar and then boiling it that's what that smells like Yes. I just passed out exactly (laughs) I'm back now
1: um yeah so as we said everybody uses it and when we interviewed um the co-founders or the founder's son Dr. Philippe Alouche they're all doctors so it's serious business in this bottle he lived in New York for several years and you know who he got onto this product who David Bowie, who was his neighbor.
0: Oh, my God. See, that's the thing about ugly beauty products. Most of them have really good backstories. Mm -hmm. this is
1: what we're all about. Totally. So this product, it's uh, very gentle. It has AHAs, BHAs, um, and it also has moisturizing ingredients like special sugars and horseradish extract. That's an antibacterial, and it helps to control sebum. Which is oil. Which is oil. So it's great for acne skin, fine lines and wrinkles. And basically what it does is it helps um, your skin cells turn over faster to reveal that baby skin, which is what we all want, along with our baby feet. Oh,
0: too many babies. Okay, what's next? (laughs) What's next? Okay. I mean, if you have babies, I'm going to go
2: with this. (gasps) Batiste
0: is my favorite! Right,
2: okay. (laughs) Now, this is Batiste uh, Instant Hair Refresh Dry Shampoo. I will not live without it. I'll tell you, I just bought it on sale for $7.99 at Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. The best. So, what... Honestly, this is so hideous. Though it looks like Farrah. it was designed okay. for Charlie's Angels, okay, like now, at the same time.
0: I'm gonna argue with you, and I love the packaging. Okay, good. I would argue that it. I would buy it for the packaging. Stop it.
2: Okay, good. I love the. I love the. Uh, okay, we need counterpoint. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is the clean and classic original. Mm-hmm. Why this is amazing is because it has rice starch in it, mm-hmm. so it's actually absorbing the oil. I have really oily hair, really oily scalp, so this is allows me to sort of like extend the life between my shampoos mm-hmm. and it's 7.99.
0: Now my thing is I do find that, like, this has been changed since uh, over the last two years. Yes. Do you find that brands are going back to almost, like, original packaging because we're starting to over-romanticize the past a little bit?
2: Yeah. I think that there is power in the retro. hmm Certainly, like, everybody's mining the 90s right now. Everybody's, Soap like, and glory. Yeah. And, uh, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. And, like, I actually brought a second can yes. to show exactly what you're talking about because this is the same product, but they've repackaged it with, like, cherry bomb—cherries all mm-hmm. over and cherry lips.
0: Oh. I've never used cherry before.
1: Yeah. Um, I also think sometimes when a product is inexpensive, they like deliberately play up the cheapness of it just because some people like they like to buy things that are inexpensive. I don't know. Is that my own crazy theory? I think it also
0: reminds you of like what you'd find at your mom's house, your Nana's, your aunt's or something because you're like, well, it's tried and true. Mm -hmm. Precisely. And it's like it worked for them. Yeah. Yeah. So why would you mess with a good thing? Why would you mess with a good thing? I totally. re- yeah. This
2: one is awesome, and um, it doesn't stink too much, which I find a lot of dry shampoos do.
0: I agree. I also, um, I just love a cheap product. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm a cheap person. So <laughs> I that's have fine. to
2: tell you, this is actually on the top shelf at Shoppers Drug Mart, which surprised me.
0: I mean. I'm not surprised. I think it's beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> maybe I need
1: to revisit. You need to revisit. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: What do you got next? How many more I mean how are we doing for time? I think uh, we're doing okay. We're
1: doing good. We're know. ripping through them. We okay. We are going to go. we're going to keep going quick fast. So, this is bio oil. This okay. is very under the radar. It looks again it's in like an ugly bottle it looks like the color of something you drink when you're very hungover
0: very that and also sciencey looking very Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of facts written on yes there are like a manifesto it tells
1: you straight up though which i like it's for scars and stretch marks and discoloration so this is a product that you want to use when you are pregnant Mm -hmm. to reduce the chances of stretch marks i used it myself um, when i was prego and basically what it is is a combination of plant extracts and vitamins suspended in an oil base. It's won over 200 awards, so it is a big deal. And I've passed it on to um, friends who are pregnant. They love it. It's one of those tried and true things that, yeah... Pass it on. It's, I
2: think a lot of people honestly get hooked on the smell. You got to smell this. I'm going to smell it, guys. It's nicer than. Uh, oh, it smells
0: very nice. Yeah, it's yeah. like very calming,
1: and it is. A, it's like a dry oil texture. Yeah, it's got know? vitamin A and you don't vitamin like slip E. And slide when you put it. On. I actually also use it on my legs. You know, in the winter when you take off your jeans and all the scales are left on the jeans, <laughs> you need oil at that point.
0: <laughs> I guess
1: bio oil. I wear a
0: lot of slacks. Okay. So you can never feel slacks. the slacks. I like slacks. Wow,
1: you do like the eighties.
0: No, the sixties <laughs> and seventies. I would cr- I curse the eighties. Okay, <laughs> I'm not an eighties girl. I was born then. It's too mm-hmm. soon. Too soon. Yeah, it reminds too me soon. too much of being five and being like everything here is bad and everyone has perms. All right, what yeah. is like? How many do we have left? Do okay. we have time for one? One I each. Have one. I'm doing one last <gasps> one.
1: It is such a Vite for nails. I
0: have seen that before.
1: Mm-hmm. It is the what's it officially called the. The dry fast top coat. Yes. So it's thirteen ninety five. You can find it at Trade Secrets. And this is the product that again, another one that you might find like in the underground as you're passing through from yeah. the subway. Very
0: like nineteen nineties forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in the realist yeah. your aunt put it on before going to like NRG nightclub. Exactly.
1: And the <laughs> smell also smells like car paint. Like it clearly as has I open not it to smell it
0: right now. I am it going.
1: has not been that reformulated has, to get rid of like all those crazy toxins. But I for will sure. say that
0: this is um this smell is my youth. And I just got, I'm like, oh my God. Like I had that (laughs) manic feeling of there's not enough time. We got to get ready. We got to hit McDonald's before we go. But my nails are still wet. Then you put on the fast dry top coat. And does it dry fast? It
1: does. I have, and here's, so here's the difference. This is with the top coat. This is without. Oh,
0: I do see a difference. Did a little
1: demo. So it gives you a really glossy look. I love a gloss. But this is the product that manicurists, like they will all say, this is the best top coat out there. And again, it's word of mouth. That's where a lot of these, Products that are under the radar, you know, they still are really popular and they still sell out because people keep talking yeah. insiders keep spreading the word and that
2: just makes your manicure last a lot longer right mm-hmm. yeah that's the whole point I love of a it top coat yeah okay final final product i love that i couldn't even do i couldn't even find the real one i wanted to talk about because it's so popular i went to four shoppers drug marts and it's always sold out this is from essence cosmetics yes it's a mascara mm-hmm. called lash princess mm-hmm. not on brand for me at all i am <laughs> you not. are a lash princess uh though. no Really I mean, not. Anything with princess, I'm normally, like, run the other way. This is where I makes freak you, out. Is yeah. that your thing? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it when everything has to be, like, princessy and girly. But we have to oh, be princessy
0: and girly. Yeah, That's I, what beauty is. But, JK, JK, yeah. JK. <laughs> yeah,
2: usually this is, like, a trigger for me. Yeah, But...
0: um. <laughs>
2: They have the Essence Cosmetics and it's their false lash effect lash princess. Mm-hmm. It's normally in a green tube, like a very 80s green. And it is incredible. I first heard about it on Reddit. And so I was like, I gotta go check it out. Went with went to Shoppers Drug Mart with my own money, purchased this, four dollars and ninety-nine cents, and it does not flake.
1: It does not like make your lashes droop, it's very very good. This particular can I just, version, can I just tell you that it's meant to look like a boudoir corset, boudoir-ish. Yes, and it has like a corset sort of engraved on it or something. I don't, I don't even know how to explain that. Okay, yeah. so my
0: question <laughs> before we like wrap is like, I've two. You both can be a part of this. Sure, Corinne, <laughs> can you leave? Uh, <laughs> Jill, the next question you'll have to leave as well. Yes. Um, what? So you mentioned like there's certain things that you yes. can't get past. Like eyes, yeah. we can Like I have certain things. Everybody is what for you like, what are your things? You're like, I don't give a shit how good that is. I'm not fucking buying that. Oh, yeah.
2: good question. I really do rail against anything that says princess on it. I mean, I did spend my money on this. But anything that's just, like, overly girly or, like, frickin' using, like, mermaids to sell products, that drives me insane. It's, like, I'm really about, I mentioned earlier, the service aspect of beauty. Like, I wanted to perform and do something for people. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to recommend something that's, like, a waste of money or... Or just straight marketing. I mean, like this year, Tarte did a April Fool's Day joke about like I think it was like mermaid, like a whole mermaid collection. I think, and people were like pissed that it wasn't a real thing. And I was like, Are you guys like this is where we are now? So anything that's just kind of like and unicorns, Uh, I like the unicorn hair stuff. I can't stand. I'm like, this is just nothing but you know, BS.
1: Yeah, really. What about you? My pet peeve when it comes to packaging is just when the brand is not clear about what it does. I'm just like, I do not have time for this shit. Like when it, you know, a lot of times it's like a French care, French skincare brand. And they'll be like, um, this is a your treatment essence, you know, care. And I'm like, when do I use this? What is this for? I have no idea. Just like bin, just toss it over my shoulder no time.
0: What would you guys change about, like, what would you change the most about the way that we're packaging beauty right now?
2: I think just less packaging in general. Mm -hmm. I'm like really into zero waste right now. I just think of all, especially with the PR packages that we get, and I think there's a movement that's happening amongst editors in North America where you just want Mm -hmm. no more sizzle in your box. And I got something the other day that's just like, a mascara wrapped in plastic wrapped in more plastic and we just don't need it like i just i'm big on to places like detox market where they ha- you can do refillables of palettes yeah. and things like that and i just think the consciousness there's like a collective consciousness right now about creating less waste, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. bathroom waste is huge. Um, a lot of people recycle in their kitchens, and they just don't know about that. You know, you can recycle your body wash container, too, and mm-hmm. your shampoo bottle, and people don't
1: know about that, so. Yeah. Yeah, same. And biodegradable packaging is great. Um, there's a lot of alternatives with, like, coming from corn for plastics, that kind of thing. So,
0: I agree. Yeah. All right. My yeah. last question. Normally, it's like a rapid-fire sitch, but we got into it. Like, this was a little bit. We had props. We had props today, and yes. we've never had that. So here we go. Okay, so each of you, what is a product you've bought because it looks nice and have been disappointed by? You don't have to name the brand, but you can say, like, have you, like, when did you learn that it's also like it's not necessarily the way it looks versus the way that it feels?
1: Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think there were two questions in there, but there was one. Yes, there definitely was. One, one product I bought recently. I was telling Jill about this. This was my Tata Harper Illuminating Eye Cream. And I love Tata Harper. It's all natural. It's made on a farm in Vermont. It's luxury naturals. That's like my bliss. And, um, but the problem was it's in a beautiful green jar, but the, the plastic pump on it is like. First of all, it feels really cheap, and it could be because they are using those, like, corn-based alternatives, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I just could not even get it open. I couldn't get it to pump. I had to, like, untwist it. It was very awkward. I was, like, digging into the thing the whole time I was using it. Product was lovely. But even though it's an eye cream that's over $100, it still had not great packaging. So suck fest. It's not just the cheapy products that sometimes have the issue.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the question again? (laughs) (laughs) When did you learn or was your like aha moment the catalyst if you will for learning that not all beauty products. Oh I think it's
2: anything to do in skincare with vitamin C Mm. um, because vitamin C is this like holy grail if it works it makes your skin brighter it works on every skin tone every age it does wonders for your skin but only if it's stable and this is something we learned talking through many born conversations with dermatologists and um your but vitamin C can often go off and so it can actually be um the whole point of it is that it's antioxidant that it's protecting your skin but it can go off and it become can become an oxid it can oxidize itself
0: yeah you see it in the lids of, of yeah like mm-hmm. yeah so
2: it, often it'll go off in color or mm-hmm. smell and so I just feel like it really I get really disappointed if I pick something up and I'm really excited to try it and it's like a hundred dollar eye cream and you're like it's still it's still not stable like what do we have because to do the here packaging. because of the packaging yeah, yeah exactly oh, yeah this is like... but I've I recently discovered vitamin C powders and those are the best because oh. they are powders so therefore they're more stable And you mix it in with your skin cream your, your SPF and that's more like way better to uh, preserve the like integrity of it it like makes you look like your skin is like lit up
0: love that, like a yeah. loomy case. The yeah, day-to-day. exactly.
2: It's like a, you turn on a light switch when okay. you put vitamin C on.
0: I'm here for all of it. Yes. Okay, so now tell the internet where they can find you. Okay,
2: so we're breakingbeautypodcast.com. That's our website. Mm-hmm. And you can find us in Spotify and iTunes and where else for our podcasts? Pretty much Stitcher,
0: yeah.
1: Google Play. Roaming the streets of Toronto. Screaming yes. it with a
0: bell. <laughs> what about, um, Personally, though, like Instagram, Twitter, where can, like, people may have fallen in love with your Voices and want to follow your lives now.
1: Oh, um, I'm at at Carlene Higgins is my personal.
2: I like your headband.
1: Oh, uh, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I am on Instagram as Jill D on Beauty, and you can also find me on the Marilyn Dennis Show on CTV. And yeah, that's where
0: you can find us. Yes. Well, listen, I love that you came here. And thank I'm very you. excited to come on your podcast. Thank you for having me yeah.
1: And um, I love your beauty look today, by the way. Oh, what is that lipstick? You. I need it to know. It is
0: Lady Danger by MAC. It's oh, my of first course. MAC.
1: Classic.
0: Yeah, thank you. It's your first? It was my first MAC. Well, not. I mean, I. it's like long since I've okay, used got many, it. but this was yeah. the first lipstick by MAC I ever chose. Oh. Yeah. Um, it was given to me. I was doing a shoot and then. Lucky Bromhead, who's this really great makeup artist, was love like, oh, "Oh, I love her! She's so great." She was like, "I have something I think you'll like because I was wearing a red shirt and it matched my red shirt." And then ever since then, I'm like, "Oh, I like a, I like a good lipstick." I feel yes. like you go
2: for, with a signature look,
0: right? Yeah, I have like I've I have, I've experimented in yes. the past with like. I've tried black lipstick and like but for the most part it's like what did your Nana wear yeah. when she was 30 yeah. yeah, and that's where we're at
1: well that one's iconic thank and you and we someday we will have the Mac founder on our show
0: someday you will put it out there right now if he's mm-hmm. maybe she or he is listening and they're like hell yeah <laughs> we fucking love this okay thank you so much for listening guys um, if you like my podcast and want to contribute your own nobody cares hit me up at nobodycarespodcast.ca. tell me what you care about and no one else does You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Auntie Donahue. And until next week, thank you guys for listening. Okay, bye.